When morning comes, I raise my head, shut off the alarm, and get out of bed. I brush my teeth, like mother said, and I always feed my spider, Ted. Hello and welcome to episode 474 of Under the Cull of MS. That was a quote by Samuel Screech Powers from Saved by the Bell. Uh, all right, we got a big pile of comics here that we're going to try and get through today. See what we can do. Starting off with damage control number one, or nope, number two. Uh, last one we've seen our new intern type character, new worker character for the this company that takes care of superhero related stuff uh we've seen him give the mailroom a shot and fail so now he's getting a chance at a new position and he's got some major issues with his food related items <laughs> He's constantly eating weird stuff and has no problem getting it all over the place. But his next job up that he gets to try is consumer affairs, which I love. They have like the Punisher in here. He's working off some stuff or some things that damages he caused. And so you get all these different little superheroes and villains or whatever working in this uh, organization and doing different type of odd jobs and it's just fun seeing all the different twists and turns that they're playing with all the different characters and this poor guy just trying to find a way to fit in with this company and every job he takes he just keeps screwing up in some way, shape, and form. But in this one, he has to kind of weed out the people that are coming in with claims to their claim department. And he's got to weed out the ones that he feels are real and not real. And separate them so the consumer affairs... Uh, crew can focus on the important ones and not waste their day dealing with a bunch of falsified claims. So you gotta read it to see how he does with his second job opportunity at this same place. And then next up we got the reason I did the save by the bell quote. We got DC's saved by the bell reeve. This was fun because it was a variety of short stories, which I love, in any type of format. Even formats that I don't care about at the present time, I still love reading the short story groupings. But uh, we get Gotham Academy in sophomore year. And a lot of these characters I didn't know because I haven't watched... A lot of these shows and 
this shows a group of the kids from Gotham Academy just getting ready to go off somewhere else for the season. And while they are, some kids that have left or disappeared have a lot of their supplies laying around. And people are collecting them for whatever reasons. You got to read the stories to find out and just... It was enjoyable. I didn't know enough of the people, though, so it was hard for me to get to understand who the characters were from the Gotham Academy. But then we jumped over to the Suicide Squad in high school lows. And this is a blast seeing pretty much the Suicide Squad crew from the newest movie, uh, the second movie, the good movie. And then we get to see them dealing with uh, dealing with students in an academy and being teachers and counselors and stuff like that. And some of the, when you figure you got King Shark and Peacemaker and all these different characters trying to deal with kids. And it's like someone's got powers that they can change, make everybody in this like happy mode or uh, content mode and not realizing all this strange thing that's things that are happening around them at the same time but but uh, we just the weasel is <laughs> imagine the weasel being a lunch lady I mean that that alone sells the story right there and that's all you need to know but yeah check read that that was probably my favorite story in here we had the super sons in back to school we get green arrow and speedy and earn it back which it's like speedy i've seen before i just didn't know his name was speedy uh a lot of these characters were New or aspects of them were new to me. Uh, we get the tiny titans in peacemaking. So we got, and we got a lot of great, wonderful people that are part of this. We got Tim Seeley. We got Becky Cloonan and Brendan Fletcher. We got Dave Wielgo, Wildgoes. We got Art Baltazar and Franco and Dan Waters. There's just tons of people that collaborated with this, and it's just wonderful little put together. There's Black Lightning in This Is Why. We got Azrael in How Angels Are Made, Nightwing and Batgirl in A Night Off. Gotta check it out if you like any of those characters, any of those runs, any of those storylines. Check them out. 
there's a lot of life lessons to be learned and fun little things that they teach you throughout the little stories. Definitely worth checking it out from DC Comics. Then we got Deadpool Bad Blood. We got the fourth one. To finish off that story, I believe it was only laid out for a four-issue run. But we get a little deeper with the Russian characters, Domino and Deadpool and The battle goes on. And it's a feud over basically. It doesn't really make sense, the whole overall feud to me, just because it's like someone's pissed because they got Deadpool's abilities and they want to be the only one with his abilities out there. So they want to take out Deadpool. And yeah, it's, I enjoyed the story. I just feel like for some reason I'm missing number three. I feel like I went one, two, four. So I don't know. I might not have read the third one yet. And it, that's why it was a little bit confusing jumping into this one, but still enjoyable. And I'll sit down and read all four together one day and get a re recap of it and probably re-review them then. <laughs> Uh, we got Gunslinger Spawn number 11. This story's still staying strong. And with this story, we get a little more... A little more of a background historical... And it's not that far back, because it's a, just a new kid, and his dad was an angel, dealt with the angels, and all that stuff happened in the past issues but he's still hanging with the gunslinger and the gunslinger's trying to keep him safe and also having him help the gunslinger because we get we get to deal with a pretty big pissed off entity in this this issue that's just out to destroy everything and anything and he's taking down groups of angels and coming after Spawn and just I'm trying to think it's like all this jumping around with all the storylines kind of like just got me completely confused of who the different characters are with, when you have this many different Hellspawns and angels and all these different characters and creatures popping up constantly and I feel like this character is nah this, this can't be Cogliostro's creature form <laughs> but yeah check it out it's, uh, i read all these in the past week i'm like trying to remember what all the storylines were based off and everything it's kind of hard to remember when you get a variety of different storylines that you're reading at once and you're just all confused where it's left you off 
Uh, we got Harley Quinn number 22. <clears throat> we uh, get to see Kevin treaching through the snows of some mountains to find out who the hell, well, to bring Harley back, number one, and he's out the the stories this storyline is called Who Killed Harley Quinn? And Kevin basically takes her body to a Lazarus pit and comes across the League of Assassins and wants to bring Harley back and you get get a little backstory in here of what happened with Harley and that's just takes us to the initial killing of Harley. What happened? Uh, we get to find out what's going on with all that. But yeah, I I I thought I was done after the annual. For now, I was going to take a break from Harley Quinn. But the Kevin storyline still going strong. And now I really need to know what's up with Harley, who killed Harley, and what everybody's going to do about it. How we're going to get her back. What's going to happen. We can't let Harley go. And Kevin's doing what he can to take care of Harley. So, but yeah. <laughs> I just I like the Kevin character not only because it's named he's got my name. <laughs> he's just a fun character and he cares a lot about Harley and I like to see that. So someone to kinda of protect her, kinda of keep kinda of give her that uh that little voice she needs sometimes to keep her shit together. <laughs> Because Harley can get batshit crazy every now and then. Alright, then we got the scintillating spider squirrel. Number three. From Freestyle Comics. I love these characters. I love the storyline. I like the characters. Some of them <laughs> that are being introduced lately uh, get, but uh, this issue is actually confusing. It should have been a cleanup for the end of the first three issues. That's the kind of how it was played out. That we were going to get the get caught up on what's going on and figure out where this is going to and. Get some teasers and some answers along the way, but I liked it, but it was very confusing. And the downfall about Kickstarters are you're supporting a comic book or whatever you're supporting. 
And at the same time, they're throwing little bonuses if it gets over a certain amount. And sometimes those bonuses can... I guess you could say they kind of ruin what could have been very well done. It's like, I'm sorry, but it's hard to explain how to go about this. I don't want to. I love this franchise. I love this storyline. I love everything about it. Charlie McKelvey did a wonderful job with this. And we got, he's the writer creator. We got Ariel Medell for pencils, Juan Castro. Castro is inks. Ross Hughes with Nestor Rebullo. Radula Jr. for colors. Yeah, H. Capital H. Capital smaller case D, I guess. Capital E. The letters. We got Vito Del Sante for edits. And then there's Trash Panda in Bushido Burrito, which is a separate story. In here, done by Vito Del Sante, Mario Santora, and Ross Hughes. We got Slackjawed, which is another story, which is the new Teen Force 5, is featured in it. By DT Sketch Buccino, is the writer. Christopher Awayan did pencil and inks. Omi Remolante did colors, and that H. Capital H, capital D, but smaller form. And capital E, I don't, I'm very confused by that. H, Hedy, Hody, Ho, Hedy, I don't know. Sorry, I can't pronounce things I haven't heard before. So, I... And then we got A is for Alpha and featuring Alpha Elite, another storyline, which is Daniel Calban. Writer Ariel Medel Medel did pencils, Juan Castro inks, Ross Hughes colors, and HDE letters. Uh, it was so very confusing because it's like you got a story with another story inside it, with another story thrown inside it, with the main story inside that, and then a story in the back. It's an introduction to a ton of characters. A ton of characters I don't give give a shit about at this moment, which sucks. Because it's like they're not being brought into a story and introduced to us. They're being put on us as a fresh story. And we're being told, okay, this is the introduction to this person. This is the introduction to this group. This is the, it's like more to come in yada, yada, yada. It's like, okay, so 
So I'm reading a story and it ends up being a teaser story. And then it comes into another story that ends up being another teaser story. Then I come into the story, which is a story that I signed up for. And I'm so confused by this point that this story's off the wall got me lost completely. And I don't know. It's I should be happy. We got a ton of pages. It's a nice thick comic. It's awesome. I just I'm hoping when it comes out in print. If it ever does, I don't remember ever seeing Spider Squirrel one or two in print. in any comic book pre-order format. So I don't know if this is going to even come out in your comic book stores or if they're just going to Kickstarter it all the way, which is fine, but I mean, this is something that is worthy of being in the comic shops. It should be out there. I'd like to hear more people's opinions about it, but I feel like the only way you're going to get it is through Kickstarter. I know I could punch it up on the computer and try and figure it out, research it a little bit, but I'm not doing that at this moment. I'll do it later on. But, yeah. I can say I love the first two issues. I'm very confused by the third issue. I still love it. I want to know more about some of these other characters, but why they are introduced in this way, I'm unsure. It's like we went from the multiverse, I feel, at the moment is kind of screwing a lot of things up. Everybody's trying to grasp on to the multiversal aspects of comics right now. Uh, and by doing that, they're trying to bring in all these different characters. And it just gets, when you don't know the original characters that you're reading the story off of that well, and all of a sudden you're getting these other ones that might be from other universes, but might not be, might be from your universe, but might not be, and you don't know. I just, oh, it's so damn confusing to me. My head feels like it's going to explode and it sucks because I love the spider squirrel trash panda concept. I love the characters. I don't like all these new ones that much because they're thrown in my face and shoved down my throat in a way that I just didn't care for. But I will check them out in the future. Uh, hopefully. But I need... I need my spider squirrel trash panda story back. I want that. Then give me all this other shit on the side. And then you can link them all together with a whole group aspect and be your own League of Super pet hero type characters. But for now, let's just focus on spider squirrel and trash panda. They're awesome. Let's just work with them and bring some fun characters out and work it around. And then let's worry about all the other. 
I mean, Trace, I feel like I was introduced to about 50 different characters in a few pages and just bam, right upside the head with all this shit. I don't know. And it's a bummer because, granted, I bought this this cover because I thought we were getting a free, everybody that was the first bidder on, or first buyer of each tier was supposed to get a trash panda plushie, which I don't care about. But the thing I did care about was the first hundred people were supposed to get a number zero comic. Never got that. And that's what I would have rather had. That special number zero comic. I didn't know what it was about, what it was going to be, but I don't know. It's a bummer. But we'll see where it goes. I don't know if I'll jump on a fourth Kickstarter because Kickstarters are a lot of extra money for an object that you can get cheaper, way cheaper down the line. But I like supporting the people. But you can't do that when you don't understand what the hell you're supporting. But I still like Spider Squirrel and Trash Panda. Just wish I had stories just to them at the moment. All right, Obi-Wan, Star Wars Obi-Wan, number four and number five. As he awaits an inevitable storm in the remote deserts of Tatooine, Obi-Wan takes time to reflect on and record key moments of a heroic life long lived. Which is nice because we get some backstories of Obi-Wan, some things we didn't know about in the past. Him and his Padawan... some of their adventures that they went on and it was enjoyable getting different stories like that. I wish the TV series would have went more off this basis, but it went off with, it's playing off more of our going towards some more history off the movies and stuff. But, but yeah, and the fifth issue, Obi-Wan helps a stormtrooper out that could end up costing him some troubles in the future. And, but if you like Obi-Wan, I suggest checking out the Obi-Wan storyline. Uh, and that was done by Marvel Comics. I know I'm kind of pushing through these now because we are only got a few minutes left. Uh, Task Force Z, we finished it up with number 11 and 12. Uh, this was an enjoyable storyline finish. Um, what they did with Two-Face and Grundy and Nightwing and everything going on here cleaning up everything with Bloom and all the other zombified characters along the way. Uh, Man Bat. I really like the Grundy character. He's a lot of fun. But, uh, yeah, I like this Task Force Z run. I... Enjoyed it better than the 
vampire ones we're dealing with right now. The DC vampires run just did not hold up as well. But this one, I I did drop one issue and then jumped right back in uh, stupidly. Shouldn't have jumped off when I did. Should have just stayed on and finished it off. But I will find that one back. Uh, we have the Vampire Slayer number five and six, which we get some more interesting creatures that the Faith and Willow and Buffy and Xander all get to deal with. We get a deeper storyline on Spike here in these ones. Uh, I'm pretty much done with this. I Whatever I have coming will come, and I'll talk about it, but I'm just not into this storyline anymore. It, it bored me out, too. I don't know if I'm just being a bummer today or what, but we got Vampirella Year 1, Number 2, and 3. This is a... A wonderful way to introduce you to Vampirella's daughter, getting her deeper into learning about her grandmother, her mother, and Vampirella teaching her the stories about what happened throughout the years, what she's been through. And it's a wonderful way to look at the whole Vampirella character. And then Wolverine patch number five, we finished up that storyline. That's where I'm getting confused with the Russians. Sorry about that. But, uh, yeah, this was a good cleanup to this story. I enjoyed it. Lots of different collaborations of characters. But check those out. See if you can find some that you can enjoy. And we'll get back to you right after this with some health stuff. Be back soon. Okay, let's get to the health portion of it. Of the show. Uh, it's been a weird couple of days again. Got like funky breathing, air bubbly issues. It's like sharp pains in the upper left shoulder blade area. Well, not the front, not the shoulder blade and back part, the front part. But it's more up in the upper part of the shoulder. And of course, you get a little. Pains that go a little deeper in that area, too, so you get nervous. It's like, whether it's heart-related or not, you don't know what the hell's going on, but the blood pressures are basically the normal, what they usually are, so I'm thinking it's more pulled muscle or something in the upper part of the shoulder chest area, hopefully. <laughs> you never know what it could be, but also sick and tired of sitting in emergency rooms without any answers. So that's annoying as hell, too. So, and they just put you through all the tests and everything comes out all right. And it's like, eh. I'll just write it out and see what happens right now for the moment. I had to go in for blood draw this morning. Got my blood drawn for the two month. Uh, Maven Clyde follow up to see where the T and B cells are sitting. 
see how they're returning if we're getting any back and what the levels are and all the and they're doing a full blood they did a full blood panel she said also plus the tmb cells and there's one other thing she mentioned oh yeah liver checking the liver and kidney areas for any damage again see where that's sitting so we'll see what happens with those tests and talk about them when they come through which i'll probably have them this afternoon never know they go pretty quick uh other than that we got our neurologist appointment with our ms neurologist i think next week so we'll let you know what goes on with that and i don't know it's everything else is just playing it by ear the wife was sick had actually took two days off work last thursday and friday which rarely that happens so you know she's sick when that when she does that and so she had to spend the those two days in the weekend just wallowing in her sickness and her misery and suffering it out and bummed out because wanted to go do some things this weekend and she couldn't because of all that so i had a can't she had to cancel with friends and cancel with me with things that we were going to do we will make a fort next weekend hopefully uh it is that time of year where the leaves changed fall colors are out but downfall with this year we had such a weird fall where the temperatures went up and down by drastically and it just confused the shit out of the trees so a lot of our trees were bald or balding before the colors even started changing and then now you're at your prime in areas that should be in their prime a couple weeks from now but i don't know there's a convention next saturday and sunday this coming saturday and sunday and i'm hoping we can take a trip to it on saturday and then drive home through holy hill area and get pictures of the castle with the fall colors see what kind of good ones we can get go to our normal normal few picture spots and get the good pictures taken but let's talk about some health stuff that i've had been sitting on for a long time that people sent me see if i can find anything interesting here uh this one seven life lessons from a guy who can't move anything but his face john morrow unstoppable it's not a joke the only parts of my body i can move are my eyes and lips my hands and feet arms and legs are almost totally paralyzed managing the occasional twitch and nothing more and yet I have an amazing life. Using speech recognition technology, I've written articles read by more than 5 million people. I've also built several online magazines that have shockingly 
made me a millionaire. This can't be real, you say? You did all this and you can't freaking move? Hard to believe, I know, but it's true. I do it all from home, sitting in my wheelchair, speaking into a microphone. I've traveled a good bit, too. I've lived in San Diego, Miami, Austin, and even Mazatlan, Mexico. Here's a photo of him living the good life south of the border. It's like, yeah. It's amazing what you can do nowadays with technologies. You can do just about anything that you can't can do with your hands. You can do now just by a click of a button or just speaking into a microphone. Uh, yeah, he's got a whole website set up, Unstoppable, his blog and everything. If you want to learn more about him, check it out, see what what he has to offer, see if you can learn anything from him. I'm trying to figure out overall what his diagnosis and everything was, but I'm not finding it at the moment. But he's got little tips and stuff if you want to learn how to do what he did if you're unable to make a living go work a regular job anymore uh, there are other ways that you can try and earn some cash cashola but it's not easy it's I mean, he it sounds easy listening to him say that in the beginning but You can spend many years working on stuff like myself and not earning a damn penny. So I got almost 500 podcast episodes. Now I got my YouTube, which I'm loving, the YouTube channel. But yeah, that's... Okay, so I don't know what his overall diagnosis was i know he was in a car accident and stuff but yeah unstoppable.me if you want to check it out learn about his learn more about him i don't want to give it all away let you fig- read that and figure it all out let's see vitamin b12 deficiency Some of the most commonly reported symptoms related to B12 deficiency are things like fatigue. If you're lower deficient on B12, you'll likely feel fatigued. Uh, You can develop fatigue and other symptoms related to B12 deficiency even when you're B12 levels are considered within range or or only borderline low. Always talk to your doctor or your medical staff and find out 
about your like i'm getting my i'm glad they're here today i was happy to hear today that they're doing a full blood plant panel again i like when i get that if i can get one a couple times a year that way i can keep an eye on certain levels my b12 my vitamin d my e all that stuff so i like to keep a track of that and see where i'm sitting that way i can adjust things accordingly but always work with your team talk to your team and your doctors and stuff will explain everything that you need to know and help you out hopefully some are less helpful than others but that's why it's your choice to who you want for your staff your medical staff and set them up so you you got some good ones around you because they're the ones that are going to be with you and at some of those most agonizing points of your life just laying there suffering you want people that understand what you're going through and can can listen to you instead of just giving you their advice without them dealing with the pains and issues uh paler yellow skin also isn't that known as jaundice i believe Uh, which makes your skin and whites of your eyes take on a yellowish color Uh, headaches are another sign of b12 insufficiency and deficiency which can lead to neurological side effects including headaches Uh, depressive symptoms b12 is essential to the proper functioning of your central nervous system and a deficiency in this nutrient can impact your mental health gastrointestinal issues Uh, a b12 deficiency may also cause diarrhea nausea constipation bloating gas and other gastrointestinal symptoms difficulty concentrating and mental impairment because a deficiency in b12 negatively impacts the central nervous system people with low or deficient b12 levels may feel foggy-headed and have difficulty concentrating and completing tasks uh yeah i'm gonna I got to check some numbers for other people in our household too. Now that I think about it, I got some, got to get them signed up into that, my chart program or whatever program their medical companies use that can get their information right away when they have tests done. Uh, Pain and inflammation of the mouth and tongue. Glossitis is a medical term that refers to an inflamed red and painful tongue it can be caused by b12 deficiency parathesia in hands and feet is a medical term that refers to a burning or pins and needles sensation in certain areas of the body like the hands and feet other signs and symptoms of b12 deficiency can include muscle cramps and muscle weakness 
impaired coordination, erectile dysfunction, and vision disturbances. Uh, I take B12 in the morning, and then I take uh, folic acid in the afternoon, which is also a B vitamin. So it's... Just got to check your numbers when you have your blood test done. Talk to your doctor. Let them de- describe where you're sitting and what you should should add or subtract from your side medicine, your natural medicines, stuff like that, that you add, that many of us add to our daily routine. Uh, B12 deficiency symptoms aren't specific to the condition, so it may may go undetected or get misdiagnosed. Uh, if you had any of the previous symptoms, it's important to discuss them with your healthcare professional, especially if you follow a restrictive diet like a vegan diet, are over the age of 60, are pregnant or breastfeeding have a medical condition that can be deplete B12 levels or take a B12 depleting medication like metformin or proton pump inhibitors. Uh, Some B12 deficiency blood tests that can be ordered or B12 levels, folate levels, a complete blood count, CBC with a peripheral smear, methylmalonic acid, MMA levels, isn't that mixed martial arts, Uh, homocysteine levels are all tests that you can have done, but if your healthcare professional thinks you may be low in B12, they'll order appropriate blood tests to assess your B12 levels, treatment of the B12 deficiency, Typically includes oral supplements or injections. See where you're at. Talk to your healthcare professionals. Let's see here. Modi- modified fatigue impact scale. The MFIS is a tool that doctors use to evaluate how fatigue is affecting someone living with multiple sclerosis. The MFIS consists of a series of questions and statements about physical, cognitive, and psychosocial health. It's a quick process that can go a long way towards helping your doctor fully understand how MS-related fatigue affects you, making it easier to come up with an effective plan for managing it. Uh, The MFIS is generally presented as a 21-item questionnaire, but there's also a five-question version. Most people just fill it out on their own in the doctor's office. It typically takes anywhere from five to ten minutes to fill it out. People with vision problems or who have trouble writing can ask to go through the questionnaire orally. Uh, let's see simply saying you're fatigued 
usually doesn't convey the reality of how you're feeling. Uh, that's why the MFIS questionnaire addresses several aspects of your daily life to paint a more complete picture. And in addition to the 21 questions, there's a space to fill out just how strongly each question reflects your experiences in the last four weeks. All you have to do is circle one of these options on a scale of zero to four. Zero never, one rarely, two sometimes, three often, four always. If you're not sure how to answer, choose whatever seems closest to how you feel. There aren't any wrong or right answers. A few questions and their answer boxes are as follows. I have been less alert. Never rarely, sometimes, often, or always. I can say often. I have been unable to think clearly. Often. My muscles have felt weak. Always. I have limited physical activities. I have limited my physical activities. Always. I have been forgetful. Often. I have trouble finishing tasks that require thinking. Often. I have been physically uncomfortable. I have been physically uncomfortable. Always. I have needed to rest more often or for longer periods. Often. So I'm basically often or always for all those. So I don't know what that means. Uh, some of the statements focus on physical abilities while others address cognitive matters such as memory, concentration, and decision making. Other statements reflect psychosocial aspects of your health, which refers to your moods, feelings, relationships and coping strategies. They do have a full list of questions that you can check out if you go online and search it up. Uh, the total MFIS score has a range of 0 to 84 with three subscales as follows. Physical, Cognitive and psychosocial are the three subsets. But yeah, I'm going to go in and do the full test later today and see what how it comes out. Uh, Debbie Petrina has a book called Managing MS, A Roadmap to Navigating MS. Uh, a little thing from her. Cover page is, hello from Debbie. I've walked in the shoes of someone living with MS for most of my adult, adulthood. And I've learned the ropes in managing it so that I can enjoy my life. My fear of having, having MS and where it will lead is gone. I have and will continue to offer help, support, and guidance to those affected by this chronic illness in this website and other channels. Please be sure to visit my blog, video, and links 
resources sections of this site for information to help manage MS. Uh, Debbie's a wonderful person. I was in a patients getting paid group that we were both part of where I met her and I checked out her stuff and read a lot of it and have been following her since. So if you're an MSer or you know someone new to MS or anything like that, that'd be a great introduction to them. Uh, I don't know what this is. During a panel discussion about former Secretary of State Colin Powell's death, CNN author John King revealed that he has multiple sclerosis. According to the Mayo Clinic, multiple sclerosis is a disease that causes immune the immune system to attack the protective sheath called myelin that covers the nerve fibers in the body. Uh, yeah, it's just, he says, coping with multiple sclerosis, it impacts every hour of my life. Yeah. It's like you, we're pretty good at, a lot of us are pretty damn good at faking, <laughs> feeling okay, feeling good, but yet every minute, every second, our body is screaming out in pain, and I at least do my best to not show it and just keep it from people and let them know that I have MS, but try not to show that I have MS. Except for when it, the monster pushes its way out on its own. Multiple sclerosis nausea. Symptoms of multiple sclerosis are caused by lesions within the central nervous system. We know all this. Uh, the location of the lesions determines the specific symptoms that an individual may experience. Nausea is one of a wide variety of potential symptoms of MS, but it's not among the most common. I'm nauseous right now at the current moment. I feel like I'm on, might have to run to the bathroom. I don't know why. Nausea can be a direct symptom. Or nausea is one of a wide variety of potential symptoms of MS, but not among the most common. Nausea can be a direct symptom of MS or an offshoot of another symptom. Also, some of the medications used to treat specific symptoms of MS can cause nausea, which we just went over a bunch of issues with our final year of our Maven-clad medication and all the nausea that was caused by that. It can all add up between the medications, the disease, the regular life, everything else can just all add up to adding more and more nausea to our bodies, but it's a snowflake disease. We all experience it different. Some may never experience anything that others feel, but you never know. Uh, dizziness and lightheadedness are common symptoms of MS. Yeah, very common. I have those daily. 
While they're usually fleeting, they may cause nausea. Vertigo isn't the same thing as dizziness. It's the false feeling that your surroundings are moving rapidly or spinning like an amusement park ride, despite knowing that the room really isn't spinning. Vertigo can be quite unsettling and leave you feeling ill. It's like I get that things where I feel like the earth is just bouncing and spinning and twirling and visually and physically it feels like it's happening but it's just all part of my vertigo and with my vertigo I even playing video games or watching tv shows and stuff it can it can really mess with me but an episode of vertigo can last a few seconds or several days it can be constant or it can come and go a severe case of vertigo can cause double vision, nausea, or vomiting. Which I didn't even think about it. And yeah, vertigo probably is a large cause of my nausea because I have vertigo quite a bit throughout the day. But when vertigo occurs, find a comfortable place to sit and keep still. Avoid sudden movements and bright lights. Also avoid reading. The nausea will probably subside when the sensation of spinning stops. Over-the-counter anti-motion sickness and medic medication may help. Sometimes movement in your field of vision or even the perception of movement is enough to trigger severe nausea and vomiting in MS patients. Talk to your doctor if you experience prolonged bouts of vomiting. Uh, yeah, there's lots of medication, side effects, and to treat nausea. There's also other medications you can take, uh, and extreme cases of vertigo can be treated with corticosteroids. But yeah, just go over everything with your doctor. Let him know what you're dealing with it with the with dizziness vertigo all that nausea everything let them keep them up to date on everything and it's always good to work with your medical staff and keep them up with all the issues i message my different departments when need be when i'm having certain issues and it's just a good thing to make routine and that way, if there is something they're worried about, they'll schedule an appointment. We'll come in, go see them, and we can see what's up with it. But like I said, a lot of these, a lot of my issues when I do go to get checked out end up being just MS related. And they can't do shit about it. So, but we're running out of time. So that's it for today, boys and girls. Hope you enjoyed it. Take care of yourself. Be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Kick the shit out of the monster. Rate, review, tell a friend. Uh, check out Crimson Cull Comic Club. Under the Cull. Under the Cull of MS. Uh, we have other Crimson Cull media platforms. We got lots of stuff that's coming into our little group of characters. Bringing more and more fun stuff to for the masses. But... Take care, and we'll get back to you again soon.